Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, y'all, hold on one second. Before we move on to our next topic, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Point number one, it's free. F-R-E-E. That means no money down. You can download the app and you can use it immediately. No money down, no bread, no nothing. Point number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. What am I saying? I'm saying you don't have to download any strange or or hard to learn software. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you have a cell phone or a laptop, then that's all you need to start making your podcast on Anchor today. Point number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Let me say it again. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify. I'm talking Apple Podcasts. I'm talking Google Podcasts. I'm talking everywhere, any podcast platform you can think of, Anchor will distribute it for you. So you post your podcast right here on Anchor, and then on your end, your job is done. Anchor's literally doing the work for you. Point number four, point number four, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Let me say that again for the people in the back. I said on Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if one individual listens to your podcast, you can still make some money. Mm. Who don't like money? I know I do. In the last point, point number five, it's literally everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So listen, I don't know about y'all, but I love Anchor. I've been using it for a while. It's been amazing for the Porch Podcast. And I got other friends who have podcasts as well who have told me nothing but positive things about this app. So listen, you need to download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let me say that one more time. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to A-N-C-H-O-R, that's Anchor dot fm to get started this is the porch this is darnell smith let's get it baby anchor i love you yo 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 what's popping you kicking it with the coldest podcast in the world i'm your co-host b jones aka bolo but you already knew that of course i couldn't do it here without my dog yo 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 it's your boy d neil aka big smitty aka d nice and this is the porch I'm on the road, I'm with the team, I got a show, rolling up green, nigga get bold, jump on the stage, crazy I go, shot to the top of what's raising them lows, patiently working, attacking my goals, come to my section, I'm making a toast, this for the game, this for the bros, what's going on man, what's going on baby, how you feeling? Hey, 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 I'm feeling great, hey, cause every time I talk to you, my bro, what talk to me almost a weekend bro like every week bro it's just be that it be that hump day that's like the best term they ever could name hump day like because when you get over that hump you like no i mean so i'm near so i'm near tomorrow's friday you know what i mean i'm a decompress last set best set last set best set 
is strong. You can do anything one time. You can do anything fact. one time. That's a fact. That's yes, a fact. sir. Yes, sir, man. Hey, I so saw you. What uh, what LA talking about? How you feeling? LA, you feeling LA? Open LA. it up. Warm. We opening up a little bit out here on the West Kizos, man. Restaurants is back open. You know, we outdoor dining with it, but uh, back open. Beaches are still they they the beaches been open, but they kind of like it's like more people are starting to go out a little bit more. We still got our mask on, and, you know, trying to play it safe, but starting to feel a little bit like okay, like a like a, like we're safe, but we're more we're still relaxed and we're able to do stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? For so long we was like on lockdown, like I was on house arrest type yeah. shit. So now we able to do some stuff, man. Feeling good. I saw you walking, walking with little, uh, little Bolo Junior earlier, but I almost teared up watching the video. Hey, the weather breaking a little bit. You know what I mean? The snow finally starting to melt here in Minneapolis, man. Had a nice little day. Sun was out. You know, sun got cabin fever, man. Yeah, Just yeah. Just get him out. Get him, get him, get him to exercising. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy that know, fresh man. air. You feel me? I already know, my guy. I'm going by fast. It is You're walking, man. moving. Jumping on the couches and shit. He finna, he finna be thirteen with with that hand in the dirt, playing playing that three tech. Come on, the dirt and that hand in the dirt. Uh, hey, my boy, my boy, my boy, damn near gonna be an outside backer. Ooh, he gonna be, a, he gonna be like a hybrid. He ain't gonna be like a DN linebacker type. He gonna be a safety backer type. Like, oh, you know I mean? okay, you know I mean? crazy athlete, long wingspan, physical, but 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 can guard you though, pick you up too. Come on now, come on now. Run game strong, pass game strong, zone heavy. Look, set that edge, look, set that edge. <laughs> nice, nice. But no, I really don't, no, for real though, people people know I love I love the game like that. Yeah, like yeah. I would, I would be extremely happy if my son played football and went to college and did all that. But? Or just play football and even in high school, I would just be happy. But I'm okay if he don't play football though. Like I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Like a lot of people think I, I'll lose my mind if he if he decides not to play sports. But I'm like, now that he's here mm-hmm. and I'm seeing him, I'm like, you know, he got the he got the right to, you know, walk his own path and do whatever makes him happy. You know, God, I mean, as as God he, might have put him here for something else. Right gotta right. be the right thing. Yeah. God might might have him here to to make some some way bigger than what we did. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? So let's 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 not let's not limit him. But man, let's get to it today. I'm feeling I'm feeling spicy today. I feel like I feel like hit some good topics. What's up? You trying to? You know where I'm from? <laughs> Don't do that. Hey, hey. I know y'all watching. Y'all probably listening in y'all car, but right now you already know what I'm rocking right now, baby. Southside. I got the, you know what I mean. Seventy three eighths. If y'all want to throw me a hat, you know what I'm saying. New era, Southside, Chicago shit. You know what I mean. Boom. Got the patch. Come on now. Stop playing with us. He clean, y'all. If y'all can't, if y'all listening right now, my boy clean. I can't hate on man. Shout, shout out to Chicago, Southside. Hey, I need a cut too. I ain't even got a cut. You just feel different when you get that cut too. My you stuff I mean? ain't horrible, but I might be getting it clean, clean tomorrow because it's gonna be Friday. Gotta be hey. good weekend. <laughs> but no, nah, man, let's that, stop playing around. Let's jump straight into it, man. So this first topic, I want we, we gotta dive in. Why do black athletes, because we you know me and you, we both play sports a lot, long part of our lives, you know, growing up and in both of our situations, I know we talked before, why is it that black athletes predominantly only play football and basketball growing up? That's a good question. Yes, sir. But for me, I think I'm going I'm to I'm attack this in a different point. 
Mm. Um, I think I think a lot of people may choose the side of, you know, hey, that's what they see. You know, it's a cultural thing. Right. You know, obviously, you know, people want to be what they see. You know, when kids grow up and they see LeBron James and, you know, they see, you know, Pat Mahomes, they want to be that. Right? right. But I think sometimes even before we even get to that point, it's genetic output, too. You know what I'm saying? So someone able to jump out the gym you know what I'm saying, needs to be on a basketball court. You know what I mean? Just those athletically gifted people, you just can't hold those people, you know, behind the scenes. Like, that God gave them that that skill for them to showcase that talent. You know what I'm saying? But but can't those skills translate to other sports? That's my, like, are, are we limited to basketball and football? That's the no, I don't think, I don't think we're limited, but I think what the game brings, mm-hmm. I think we're more – we are track, we're, we're more attracted to the basketball and the football, you know what I mean? Playing physical, jumping real high, you know what I'm saying? Shooting the basketball, like just certain things like that. And like you said, you know, you go around every neighborhood, you know, in predominantly black neighborhoods, you see basketball courts, you know what I'm saying? Right. And just pretty much anywhere. So we just grew up around it. And I think more people lean on basketball before football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, I think, I think for one, you know, pe- people are scared to have their parents, I mean, have their parents are scared to have their kids, you know, in football because it's contact. And then basketball is like, everybody picks up a basketball first, I feel like. I picked up a basketball first. Facts. You know what I'm I did too. <laughs> so, first love. I mean, soccer is cool, but, you know, what's somebody that's 6'8 that can jump out the gym doing on a damn soccer field? Ain't too many six eight though. Like I, we ain't got like that's rare. Like you, you, we can't look at LeBron as an outlier. Like we, we can't. There's a lot of people who six two, six three, six one. Even guys who don't make it to the league, just like naturally in a black community, we lean on basketball and football, bro. Even at recess in elementary, you ain't going outside to play soccer. You want to go in the basketball court and hoop. You ain't trying to play but, baseball for the most part. But it's but it's also something that I think we enjoy though. Like we enjoy doing it. Like I would rather play football or shoot a basketball then you know maybe play baseball or but why play soccer I, th- I i think it'll be different had i not tried those sports mm. you know what i'm saying but i think you know even in elementary school like when you got the gym teacher your gym teacher introduces you to all these different types of sports and right. you know through that i think you can somewhat figure out what you like and dislike about certain sports so you know, I know people that's black that, you know, don't like actual football, but like soccer. You know what I'm saying? So right. just for us, you know, being African-Americans, I think, you know, I think we, we we lean more towards the more athletically gifted sports. Like the people that we see that play basketball and play football are more athletically gilted, uh, gifted. I'm not taking away from any other sport, right. but more times than not, you see more of the miraculous you know, type of body movements and stuff in those two sports. That's a good point. That's a good point. And a, and a third sport that I didn't even, you know, even mention, but just came to my head would, would be like track too. Like a lot of us, you know, do track because what you just said, like we're so athletically gifted that we we tend to lean on those sports that take a little bit more athleticism because that's what we, that's what we're dope at. That's what we're, we're the best at. So why not participate in somewhere where you're the best at? But like, imagine like if, just, just for just for entertainment purposes. Like, imagine if uh, some of these uh, NBA, NFL guys decided to focus on, like, soccer or baseball. Like, imagine LeBron, Zion Williams, Russell Westbrook, like, some of these crazy premier athletes, John Wall, like, whatever. And they say, you know what? They grew up, they grew up, they want to play baseball. They want, they want to play soccer. 
I think we could dominate both of those sports too. Like whatever we choose, we dominating. And it, yeah, it, it would be exciting, bro. People would be shitty. We would <laughs> be killing yeah. all these sports. It's just a decision. I want to see more of us playing other sports. So do you think, so you think we can dominate all sports? Yes. I mean, I think, I think, cause, and, okay. And that, and that, and that takes me back to, to my last point, you know, also think football and basketball is one of the sports where you have to be extremely skillful in order to be successful. So like I put basketball and football at the top of kind of that food chain mm-hmm. of being able to be, you know, elite and be successful. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody just walking down the street, probably mm, somebody probably could golf better than they can, you know, playing a five on five basketball game. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's, if, if you pick somebody up off the street, I think their, their, their rate of success for basketball and football will be extremely lower than any other sport. Ooh, that's a hot take, Molo. And I love basketball and football, but hey, listen. It, it's harder. I think it's harder, especially when you're looking at the talent too, bro. Hold on real quick. Let, let's, have you ever been a top golf? Oh, top golf is hard as fuck. Why is it so hard to even hit that motherfucker? Like it's it's hard to even hit it. And you talking about some, off, somebody you, off you the street. Fuck, so it's hard for you to swing the motherfucking uh <laughs> The damn uh what's it called? Club. What's it called? Look, you didn't know what it's called. Face that <laughs> yeah, that's my point though. I was I was blessed naturally with these muscles and this strength as a black man. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm 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 different, my ox. So it's harder for me to play golf. Like you actually just gave me a nugget that's against what you just said. You take somebody off the street, they probably have an easier chance getting the basketball on the court. Or just running over somebody on the football field than you do of skillfully hitting that that ball off the tee because it's a skill set, bro. I will look, I will stare at this damn ball at, at put at, at putt putt or top golf, and I'll miss it like five times before I even hit it. And when I finally do hit it, it don't go nowhere. And I'm strong as hell. When the football feels like run and hit him. All right. But you're different though. I'm talking about like an average Joe, take out the muscles, all that, like somebody who you know wouldn't even be nowhere near a football field or a basketball. The regular old five regular old Joe. 165. Okay. You know, 165. <laughs> regular Joe, bro. You put him, you give him a triathlon where he's playing baseball. No, I take baseball out. He's playing basketball, he's playing football, and he's playing golf. Mm-hmm. I think he will be more successful at golf when he, than he would be at basketball or football. I ain't saying you wrong. I ain't saying you right. We might have to just, you know, get, get a couple people in, in, off the street and test this out, you know, at some point and just see. I mean, you make you, you got my brain doing doing this. Whatever this is called right here, my brain is doing that. It's working. So, I don't know. But it's a hot take, though. I know some golf fans watching this ain't going to like what you just said. I mean, golf is golf is definitely hard, hard as shit. I think it's very, very, very much so a precision game, like uh, mm-hmm. accuracy, like a skillful thing. But I also know it, it's a it's, it's it's a battle between you and yourself. No, but nice. when you putting somebody else, you know, in that in that position, you know, you got LeBron. You know, you sticking LeBron right now. Yeah. You getting buckets on you, or you know, you like you said, average Joe, five ten, 
165 going yep. against somebody who's six eight, you know what I mean? 240 plus pounds. Right. Come on now. Nah, you got you got a good point. You got a good but, point. Real quick, hey, before we transition to the next one, though, I actually got a, a random question that just came to the top of my head. Do you consider golfers athletes? Yes or no, real quick reason why. Are golfers considered athletes in your opinion? Talk to me real quick, Bolo. Yes. I think golfers are athletes. They are athletes because they do everything everybody else do as far as putting in the work, you know what I mean? Sweating, you know what I mean? Training, weight training, you know, what, what people don't know, it takes a lot of uh, lower body strength to be mm-hmm. a golfer. You know what I'm saying? People tear their a- a- ACLs all the time, you know, when you're playing golf, whole lot of knee injuries. So, you know, in order for that not to happen, people do have to train their bodies and put themselves in a position to be successful. Um, and like you said, it's more of a precision thing. So, you know, people are working on their accuracy and, you know, pitchers work on their accuracy. So it's the same thing. Uh, so I would, I would definitely say that, you know, golfers are athletes. Okay. Okay. I, I was going to see what you was going to say. I agree with you. Try to catch you slipping, y'all. Cause some people will consider golf a hobby and all this and that, but now I'm with you, bro. It takes a lot after trying it, trying it a couple of times, going to the driving range myself. That shit hard. So it's tough. It's tough. Uh, but nah, let's um let's switch gears a little bit. So we, we start off cool. with the sports. I want to transition to something that you brought to the table, man. We talked the uh well, earlier today, and you put me on game to something called uh code switching. Code, code switching. So, real quick, for the people who may not know what, what you know what that means exactly, like myself, could you tell us what code switching is? And then we'll dive into it. Yeah, give me one second. You good, um, my guy. Because I wanted to give you guys like my definition, but I really want like you guys to really understand what I mean. Um, my bro trying to get, he's trying to get out of where he out here working, doing research so, right now. Code switching um, is a, a language alternation, uh, alternation that mm-hmm. occurs when a speaker alternates between two or more languages or language varieties, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be dialect. It could be how somebody, you know, tone, tone, you know, how somebody just brings out, you know, punctuation. Yep. You know what I mean? All that stuff, like Southern twang, you know, um, but it's called code switching. And uh, more times than not, we see it at more so in the personal setting and then in a work setting. Right. Uh, but why is that though? Why, why? I mean, I think for me, I think it's more of a professional thing, right? You know, you want to be professional. And if you're in this type of capacity, you want to show that you're professional and can speak professionally. Um, right. And I also know there's a other side where, you know, if you're with your homeboys, are you kicking it? You know what I mean? You're with your close friends and family, you know, you're able to loosen up a little bit and, you know, maybe, you know, slur a couple words and, you know, just be yourself, you know, honestly. Uh, right. But a lot of the times, you know, for black people, when we start to talk proper, people automatically say that we talking white. Mm, I hate that. So I, I mean, I guess, why do you think, why do you think that, I guess, what do you think about code switching? And why do you think we put so much, I guess we give so much attention to, you know, dang, this dude talk white, damn, I thought he was, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, I mean, first of all, I, I think everyone, at least in a black culture, at some point has, has code switched before, whether it's, Talking to the bill collector, you know, trying to get, try, yes. trying to trying to sell, you know what I mean? Trying to get something, uh, trying to get a new car, some type of purchase you're trying to make. People have all code switch, and I think 
part of it is just a, a tactic, like I said, to, to get an advantage in certain situations. And then sometimes Ooh. I believe it's um just, just a comfort level. So like you said, obviously in the professional uh, lens, oftentimes people do it because it's like, well, you don't, th this person, whether it's your boss or a coworker, like they may know you, but they don't really know you, know you. So someone who doesn't fully know you, if you were to be your full self and to say something, you know, maybe halfway jokingly that could be offensive to them, they may use it against you and judge you now based off that and judge your character. And you you don't want to be mischaracterized because of like some slang or some language that, that you use all the time back at home. So you try to be kind of at your best behavior just mm -hmm. to ensure that you're not getting any type of trouble, any type of bad look, any type of anything. Uh, the thing you mentioned though that I hate is oftentimes when us as black people, when we when we're talking professionally, people say, "Oh, you sound white, you talk white." I've even said it before in the past. I'm gonna keep it a bug. This is the porch. I've said it before. But as I got older, it's like, what does that mean? Like, what what does talking white mean? And often we have correlated professionalism with white, and we we correlated being black with like being hood, being ghetto, having ignorance. And that's the problem. So it's like, if I'm trying to speak professionally, or maybe that's just how I talk, <laughs> you're, you're saying I'm yeah. talking white. And it's really like a mental, like, that goes back from years. Like, that's a subconscious thing that Black people, we have to break. There's no mm -hmm. such thing as talking white or talking Black or talking whatever. I'm just talking. I'm just me. This is how I talk. Point blank period. So I don't know. I definitely don't like that part of it, but I understand in some cases where it's like my girl always called she calls me a uh uh a chameleon meaning that don't matter who i'm with who i'm around yeah i can adjust, i can be with the billionaires i can be with the hood dudes and everybody in between and i can adjust because i've been around so many different people and sure i probably subconsciously code switch but it's it, it's it's for an, an advantage purpose it, it's for to make people around me comfortable um right. and, and yeah that's, that's kind of where i'm at with it that's real bro but talk I mean, to me, talk to me. I think too, some people can't help the way that they talk. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think too, on the other side of the spectrum, naturally, sometimes African Americans have a, a a twang to it, or or some type of you know dialect that yep. that's not as normal, uh, at you know, than usual, you know what right. I'm saying? Especially you like you down here. south or you from, even Chicago yeah. people sometimes got a little bit of a, you know, a little got a little, got a little twang to it, yeah, like, so I feel like on the other side of the spectrum too, like those people who are being able to be professional just because they have that twang don't mean they not being professional neither. So I think mm. sometimes too, in a professional matter, people don't take people serious that don't, because they don't think they have that, that professional tone to them, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. That's a I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing, like you mentioned, where like we automatically equate, you know, someone speaking a certain type of way and it automatically considering them professional. You know what I'm saying? Because I know right. people who are like doctors and, and stuff like that who have a twang, mm -hmm. but people naturally, you know, don't find them credible because they have that twang, though. You right. know what I'm saying? So I think people look at it in, in different ways, too. And I think more so for, you know, even like, you know, Mexicans and, you know, Asians, anybody like Nigerians, anybody who got like a strong, you know, accent, you know, people hear it and they automatically, you know, don't assume or sometimes they do assume, you know, right. that they, 
you know, may not be professional. You know or, what I'm saying? Or, or, or even but smart or even like. Even smart. Like, yeah. And that's kind of what I wanted to say. Like, I hate to say it, but some people definitely just think, you know, people who talk like that aren't smart. Like, Right. And it's, it's like, man, really like perfect. that doesn't mean like the way you talk has nothing to do with, 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 with how smart you are, your knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people who are, who are wordsmiths or whatever, you know, they, they can read every, every book in an encyclopedia, everything in a dictionary, but they don't mean they're smarter than me. They're just, they're Facts. better at one area than me, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Or not even better, just different than me in one area. So it's just like, we got to stop doing that as a culture. Um, I'm not for sure. We talked about this as well. I'm not for sure if white people, do, do in your experience, do white people code switch? Like in your experience, do you think yeah, they and see for change me? Up? I don't. I, I never seen them. I never seen them code switch. Like, mm. I think they. I think they do though. I think they do because you know, obviously, people code switch around people that are very close to them. You know what I'm saying? When people are right. more of a in that personal space, you know, what I mean, I'm more so always, you know, seeing you know, white people more so on a professional level at work, you know what I'm saying? I right. really don't, you know, hang with too many, too many white people, you know what I mean? Just in my private space. So yeah. I, I don't really get to see them in that capacity. Um, but I think they would though, like, you know, I think it just comes down to, you know, letting your guard down a little bit and, you know, just, you know, being able to, you know, relax and have a, have a normal conversation. Nah, bro, because like, yeah, I feel so. At first, I was, I was with you. I was like, nah, I don't really see it that much. But now that I think about it, I feel like there has been times where, like, you know, you're hanging around like a, like a white guy, it could be smart from work. And it seems like every time they're around you, they want to like show that they're, that they know the culture somehow. Like, that, you know, did you hear that new uh, little, little baby song that came out, man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That song's cool. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, why are you all right? And like, every time, though, it's like, Something in the quote unquote black culture, whether it's a dance, a song, they just wanna they wanna feel relevant, they wanna be a slang or they wanna shake it. It's like, and it's cool if that's how they are all what up, the time. Right. But it's cool if you like that all the time. But don't do it just to me and then go over here to 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 you know to to whoever, you know, and hey, yeah. So just be consistent. But when you're doing it only around me or people who look like that. me. That's where I'm like, you code switching, man, gang. You might get yeah, some That's real. <laughs> that's real. And I just I just picked up that term. I uh actually seen it online a few times. And I'm like, I I'm like, I, I I'm trying to figure out where this term coming from. And I finally looked it up and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, cause people do it all the time. Like you say, even answering the phone, like talking on the phone to somebody, like if you handle, handling business on the phone, you wanna be, you know what I'm saying, you wanna let them know. You know, I'm like, oh, let, don't let me not talk crazy, and then they gonna hang up on my ass. What's your call switching voice real quick, but like, when, when a bill collector call you and you ain't trying to, you know what I mean? You ain't trying to do that late fee. <laughs> <laughs> how you been about? <laughs> they hit me. Hey, they hit me up. <clears throat> hey, how you doing? This is Brian. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking about my bill. Um, unfortunately, um, looking to uh, transition to a new uh, new company right now. Not really happy with the service. Absolutely. Great. Awesome. Okay, you have a great day. All right now, bye-bye. Hey, if you have any more problems, give me a call back. We'll figure this thing out together. Okay, cool. All right, bye. <laughs> hey, my, boy, my boy said absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, something about that word absolutely is like definitely one of them code switching words. Like, 
I don't know. Absolutely. You just, you just don't be like, absolutely. <laughs> like, that's fine. Okay. All right, cool. You funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you stupid, bro. All right, my fault, man. Hey, let's, let's go to our last topic, man. I'm going to try to stop laughing. He said, absolutely. Funny, bro. Um, all right. All right. So, last one. It's some heat right here. Oh, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. Me, answer me this: If you're the first person out of your family to make real money, you know what I mean. Everybody grew up kind of poor. You're the first one to really make it out, make that real money. Are you responsible for taking care of everybody, the whole family? Are you responsible for making sure everybody's straight? Bills. If anybody rents any issues, car trouble, it's on. It's on you. How you feel? Like, is that the case? What's your opinion on that? So. Uh, immediate family, yes. And what I mean by immediate family, I mean my parents. I mean, you know what I mean? Obviously my wife, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, you know, my siblings and potentially her 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 family, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So take care of our, you know, mm-hmm. unit, specifically immediate family. Uh, but also too, before, before I even get to that point where I'm feeding the family though, I got to make sure I'm straight though. You know what I'm saying? Max. I got to pay, I got to pay myself. So many, so many times, bro, we start just dishing out bread before paying ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Even when we get checks, you know what I'm saying? We too quick to pit, spend that money, bro. Instead of putting extra money in the bank for ourselves to pay ourselves. So I'm going to pay myself first. And depending upon, you know, how much money I got, you know what I mean? Say I get just for shits and giggles, I get 50 mil, right? right. I'm automatically putting, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not a really, I'm not going to be like a real lavish dude. So I damn near put like, damn near 25. I put half, half of that shit in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, just sit it to the side for right now. And then um, I just disperse money. Cause for me, I'm honestly not a big, big person where if I, if I, if I did hit big, I'm not just divvying out money to people like that. You know what I'm saying? Paying off your student loans or paying off your house or paying off your car. Like I'm paying off the stuff where I know now that you're working, the money that you're working for is money that you can just spend on yourself. You ain't got to pay your bills, right. that type of thing. Because right. sometimes people get all that money, bro, and they don't even use it for the shit that they need to pay for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can give, you know, Cousin Rika, you know, a million dollars, you know what I mean? That Hey, take care of everything, you know what I mean? And I'd be like, hey, you went through that whole million dollars and you didn't pay off your student loans? You ain't pay off this house? You ain't pay off your car? Like, what you doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm taking care of that important shit for everybody first. And then, you know, if I do got a little money left over, you know, I dish out that little payment to, to folks, but don't be coming back asking with coming out with your hand out. That, and, and I'm glad you ended on that. Cause that's my point. Like to answer your question. So, or answer, I guess my question, I don't think it's your responsibility, right. but I am with you that like, like me, if I get $50 million, I am going to take care of my immediate family. Obviously, my wife, we're one. So if I got 50, she right. got 50. So kids, obviously, duh. Parents on both sides, of course. Siblings, I think it depends case by case. You got to know your sibling. You got to know how they move. Because what you just said is, I don't want people just, I'm not going to just give you money so you can bullshit with it. And, and, and use it on stuff that you don't need, bad habits. Uh, because all you're going to do is blow it. And you're going to keep coming back to me like I'm a bank. And I'm not going to be a bank. So I'll help you out if you really need it, but we're gonna talk through like, okay, let like let me invest in you. Like, what do you like to do? What do you, what are you passionate about? What skill set do you have? If you had if you had my money, what would you be doing for yourself? 
Okay, let's see how we can put together a plan. So, so now you can create your own wealth and your own money. Exactly. Now we building exact. Now we building real wealth for the family. Because the thing about it, if I'm the bank and I got to take care of all these heads, I'm gonna run dry. It's gonna run and, out. It's and now we all now we back to square one. We gotta generate some type of other other avenues of income. Got to, bro. Got to, bro. And like I said, I know it's like a sensitive thing, like like us us boys when it comes to like our parents, especially our moms. Like we real like gotta take care of every black dude I know that grew up. It's like gotta take care of moms. Like we all are like it's like a culture that we all say that. I don't know what it is. It's just we all got a connection. And I think it's great. I'm the same way. Like I've been one of my biggest dreams is to buy my mom a beautiful home and surprise her with it. Like I've I've, I've had daydreams dreams of me walking in the house and showing her and handing her the key, like have this whole vision, right? Mm -hmm. But if I take my emotions out of it, as the kid, I don't think it's our responsibility. It's amazing if we do it, but I don't know if it's like, like, like you get money, like you literally have to do X, Y, and Z. Like, I don't know, like it's, and I could be wrong. I don't know. I just feel like we put a lot of weight on our shoulders as black people, black young men, no, I'm sure no. black women too probably do too, but black young men, like a lot of us playing sports, bro, it's like, we got to make it out. I got to take care got of that. I got to take care of the family. It's like a whole nother mindset. And I wonder like, do, do, do white people my age, you know, think that way? Like when, when the, one of my white teammates, if he was on, you know, playing football, was he thinking like, I got to take care of my mom, I got to take care of my, or were they just kind of free out there playing, having fun? And that's, that's kind of deep, but like, I don't know if, if that should be our responsibility but if you do it, then, then that's dope. So, bro, check this out. I was watching I Am Athlete, right? With um, Brandon Marshall, Ocho Cinco. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, it was this one guy played in the NFL. I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name because you, you got me with the with the last guy. So, I ain't going <laughs> to even hurt myself trying to pronounce his name. But he did play in the league for about 11 years. Pro mm -hmm. Bowl, incredible guy. Um, he, he runs some type of big old, like financial. Yeah. Financial, big firm, um, one of the largest in the world right now. And he was saying in the black community, we're the only um, ethnicity specifically that pays money backwards instead of forward. Yep. And what I mean by that is, you know, when we get our millions and millions of dollars, like you mentioned, we want to make sure we take care of mom, we take care of auntie, we take care of people that's already here instead of paying it forward and giving money to your kids. So like that white man that you said that you playing football with, he not thinking like that, getting it out the mud for my mom, because mom is already set up, you know what nice. I mean? That generational wealth is there, you know what I mean? So that snowballs, that snowball effects, you know, to where, you know, if I'm putting my money in the right place and I'm paying it for it, my son's kids will reap the benefit from that. And you know gonna what I'm saying? Going. It's gonna keep going and, and time and time again in our community, we paying everybody backwards and we run out of money. We ain't got nothing to put forward now. Now it's like, oh shit, now right. my kid gotta, you know, going to debt to go to college and you know gotta you know what i'm saying now that debt is starting up and that shit is starting to build up so it's like a, it's like you said bro it's a snowball effect that it's shit a cycle and then it's like we gotta start off from scratch we gotta yep. start from scratch so it's like man like that's what i'm saying like yeah like if i get crazy rich am i gonna take care of some people of course that's just who i am i love my people you know it's only right it's only right but you gotta be smart with that and you can't help everybody and i'm so i love you cousin i hey, love you uncle. Hey, i love you i love everybody all gonna be find out the woodwork with their hands out you know we can't i can't take care of everybody because like you said bro we gotta be thinking how we can flip this and make more you talk about 50 million now i want a hundo now i need 200 now i need four we gotta flip it because it's, it's more it's bigger than just us we, i'm talking about my kids 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 is good 
Jay-Z Beyonce, Blue Ivy and all them, the twins, they ain't got to worry about nothing. Blue Ivy kids, 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 it's good right now in 2021. Hey, so if you got that, if you got that Floyd Mayweather money or that Oprah money, like we already been talking about, you know, hey, we want to continue to get more money and generate more avenues to continue to make money. But when you get to that point where you just got money just overflowing, do you, do you, I guess, do you still feel the need that you got to help everybody out? Like, if you got Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather bread, are you dishing it out to everybody in the family? Man, um, it's crazy because he's so damn rich. It's like, like you said, like it ain't really affecting him. So he, you know, you probably can, but at the same time, you just ain't in the in the spirit to just be giving people money and just giving people money though. He, no matter how much money you got, you just don't want to just be giving people money all the time. Because you know bro, it, you can you can you can you can uh, uh, spend a million like that. People just hear me. It's just we ain't, we ain't never had money. So like certain numbers just sound crazy, but like if you give somebody with bad spending habits right now who makes like thirty thousand a year, you give them a million, they got them same bad habits. They're gonna just buy more stuff and they'll right. blow through that and then come back to you like, hey Darnell, hey cousin, man, I know you know you gave me that million last month, but some things went down. I gambled That's it. Yeah, bro. That's <laughs> why you can't. You can't. You gotta. You gotta know your people, I guess is what I'm saying. So like some people I would I would feel comfortable, like, you know what? I know they got their head on straight. I I, I know if I if I get them this, they're gonna use this to like invest in their business, they're gonna do something, you know. So you gotta know your people as much as I like I can love you and love you enough not to give you this money. <laughs> I can wow. love you enough to give, not to give you this money, bro. Like, so I, I I'm more on opportunity, bro. If I got this money, if I'm Floyd or Oprah, I like my name is like Oprah. I got my name whole weight. So I, I'm giving, I'm trying to give people opportunity in little platforms to do I'm opening stuff. a business and having you work in the businesses. And you know what I mean? You're going to be- Right. You want something, you're going to be making me some money too. Right. You know what I'm and, and I will invest in, I will get it up and running with my money, but just giving you cash for, you don't know how to, you don't know how to, if you ain't never had money, you don't know how to even use it or what to do with it, but to spend right. it. You're not going to use it and make more money. You ain't going to invest in stocks. And bonds and in the form like you know what I mean like you don't even know that so how so why would that even come to your thoughts so we just got as as, as uh, tough as it is to hold on to that cash and not give your people just all this money I think from a, a non emotional standpoint from a logical standpoint you got to pick pick your poison pick your people who you want to give cash to and then ultimately be thinking about the bigger picture and then try to invest in them as people. And, 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 and so we can get this whole the whole Jones family making bread, the whole Smith family, we all eat. Because now, now yeah. it's powerful, bro. It's powerful when we all eat. Woo! Hey, because look, hey, hey, because if if uh, one pillar get get knocked down, you know what I mean. I got enough pillars up that ain't ain't no breaking this down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean, it, it's kind of like what's that saying? I don't even know the saying, but it's like. Like if I'm the only one in the family who's rich and something happened to me, I get locked up. Something happened. Oh, it's over. You feed the family. But if 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 if, if, if cousin and them, uncle and them, auntie and them, they all eating, we eat good. Like I get in trouble, they gonna help me out, and I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna help. Like it's just, bro. Everybody eats, B. Everybody, Everybody eats, eats, B. All right. You can't come to the table unless you bring in a plate, a fork. You gotta bring the orange juice. You can't just come to the cookout and not bring nothing. You know what I'm saying? But some people be bringing them paper plates and napkins from Dollar General. Is that good enough or what? Uh, I mean, it's better than nothing. It's it's, it's, it's effort. It's the effort that count. You know what I mean? You went you went out the way and you know what I'm saying. Or you know we go get the liquor and stuff. You bring these little ass cups. No, nah, I ain't trying to hear all that. 
You ain't putting on buying them little ass cups. It's the effort you know for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? So that's real rap, bro. Boy, you got me over here about to get the Holy Ghost, bro. Because I'm so big on just empowering people I love. And like as I learn, they learn as I grow, they grow, and really breaking that generational. I tell my wife, man, let's break the curse. Let's break that, let's break that curse of every little thing that happened while we were growing up, the bad things that our family did, not because they're bad people, because they just don't know. We have access to more knowledge because of the internet, because of just going to school, everything. Let's maximize that and let's start, let's start a whole nother vibe, man. <laughs> bro. You ain't like feeling me, Bolo. Bro, my dog Cam said, he said, man, I'm grinding so my kids ain't got to experience the, uh, the, uh, the uh, cheery, cheery teas, the cheery, cheery. what do you say? The oh, I forgot what type the, of bootleg cereal. The, the frosted shovels and the like. Yeah, the, fro the frosted shovels, the frosted oaks. You know what I'm saying? He right. said, man, all my kids know is, you know what I'm saying? Tricks and frosted flakes, the name brand. They don't, they don't know nothing else. You know what I'm saying? My Facts. job is to make sure they don't, you know what I mean? Get to touch anything else. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to get. My son ain't gonna live this, have not a struggle, nothing. My you know son gonna be bougie. Uh <laughs> My son, I'm like, where you from, son? Ooh, Beverly Hills. <laughs> you gonna have a, you gonna have a, bro. If y'all have a kid here soon, bro, you gonna have a baby that that's born in LA. That's different, right? That's different. That's different. I'm gonna drive a little bro through my hood when I when I pull up to Indy. Yeah, my son, right there's Warren Central, the greatest high school football powerhouse in all America, right there. My used to, I used to trap right there, sell the fruit, he sell the fire sticks right there. <laughs> <You're> uh, <laughs> Fire sticks. I used to slay no fire sticks when I came out here. Don't tell nobody. Yeah, you blessed me with the fire stick. I don't use it no more though. But you blessed me though. You had me. You had me up and running though for a minute though. I didn't need to get one though. I've been messing with the Roku sticks. They've been decent too though. They ain't bad. If you if you need the fire stick set up, man, I throw me two hundred. I'm see what I can do. Damn, it's two hundred now. Price went up. I'm in LA. Howdy, uh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna I'm gonna ask folks in them to, to hook my <laughs> shit up for for thirty bucks. You pay for what you get. Folks in them ain't gonna ain't gonna get you get you that HBO. Folks in them ain't gonna put that snowfall on there. It just came out. <laughs> folks in them gonna do it all. I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get shit before you can come out. Oh, man. Remember them bootlegs you used to get from the store? They used to. Uh, I'm like, how the fuck they get this before you hit the movies? Dude, be walking across screen and shit, sit down. I ain't really minding that. That was a quick little boom, and I can watch. That's a quick little uh, and then once you into the movie, you into the movie. You ain't looking at the quality like that, like that. <laughs> right, ain't nobody moving. Yeah. I, I, back in the day, I was like, you just now seeing Soul Plane. I saw Soul Plane. Boy, <laughs> I, I seen Soul Plane in sixth grade. <laughs> right, came out in eighth. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, real quick, before I let you go though. Hey. Are you tuning in on Snowfall, the show Snowfall? You know what? I watched, I was I was late on it, so I'm damn near like on like the fourth or fifth episode of the first season. Ooh, you in a great spot then. That's actually a great position to be in, bro. Just be able to catch up and binge watch. Yeah, and I love, I love the binge. I love the binge, bro. Oh, so. Well, dang, it's my favorite. You probably didn't already seen it. It's a certain episode when they in the car and my bro Franklin like, Drive, nigga, drive! Like, I can't even tell you the whole scene, bro. It's, a, it's an impact with scene. <laughs> he said, he said, pull over. They pulled over the car. He talked to his boy, man. You gonna mess up everything we got going on right now? This isn't that the third. I've been getting the money out. Dude's in there quiet. Drive, nigga, drive! And it's just, hey, keep watching it, bro. Good show. That's all I'm gonna say. Real impactful yeah. show, bro. Yeah, I think passionate behind that. No, like the executive producer. Nobody did there better than Power down there. Oh, now you capping, boy. Bro, it's it's in the, I'm saying this. I heard it's good, though. I, I did hear it. I did hear it's good, though. It's in the same conversation, bro. 
But anyway, do we got do we got a what's up, Joe, or are you too sleepy today? If you ain't got one, I understand. Hey, 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 I will tell you, I I I look, bro. I'm on Eastern Standard Time, bro. So you hit me up, bro. You on you on West Coast time, bro. It's 10 30 where I'm at, bro. But I'm out here too. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, hey, when you're on the porch, you can be on there as late as you want to. You know what I'm saying? Early as you want to. We yeah. kick it whenever we want to kick it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's baby. right. And you talking about come on, Joe. You know I always gotta come on, Joe. Come on now, don't play me like that. If you got one, I mean, I, you know, come on, Joe, y'all. This is when my guy kind of speak his mind, man. Let us know what he got on his head. It might be what? 10 seconds of something. Cramming. He might he might go on a rampage. It might be 10 minutes. It's hit the floor as he is. Whatever's on Bolo's mind just comes out. So I'm going to count down right now. Three, two, one. Come on, Joe. Hey, check this out, y'all. The plan should never change, all right? No matter how unsuccessful you are getting to your plan, just know you may have to change the way you get there, but do not change the plan. All right. Sometimes people think, you know, when things ain't working out, you know what I mean? Just try another way, but don't change the plan. All right. Just try another way. All right. Y'all got that. All right. Remain persistent, consistent, and y'all gonna get this bread. You know what I'm saying? That's your come on Joe's segment for the day. My boy right. said, he said, listen, don't never change the plan. You might have to change the route or change the way in which you get there. But the plan stays the same, man. Come on, Joe Bullo Bam. Thanks for dropping the gems. Mr. Wisdom came to the door right at the end. Shy Town, South Side. You know the vibe. Oh, I gotta pull up to here soon. You know what I mean? Come on now. But this is the point. It's your boy D Mail, man. It's your boy Big Smitty, aka D Nice. And I got my guy right here. You know, you know the vibe. Oh, now it's your boy B Jones, aka Bolo. But you already knew that, baby. Make sure y'all subscribe, tune in, man. Show love, comment, like, share. You know, save. we all on Instagram. Yep. Save. You know, just do your thing, man. Show love at the end of the day. Show love. Hey, man. Enjoy y'all weekends. I know I'm, I'm gonna do that one more day of work. I'm gonna grind. Okay, Give That's me a drink of that strong. Rossi. Marcus Watts, talk to us. VIP Watts, talk to us. Crazy, I go. Supreme Louis being belong. Got your bitch in my whip getting topless. I'm the one that you see in the phone. Living a dream, I'm on the road. I'm with the team. I got a show. Rolling up green, nigga get bold. Jump on the stage, crazy I go. Shot to the top of was raising them lows. Patiently working, attacking my goals. Come to my section, I'm making a toll. This for the gang, this for the bro. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.